From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. I've been thinking about you, Sisney, a lot. Because, and, and Patty, because it's all so foreign to me. This thing, this kids thing. It's also foreign to me. Well, I'm shopping. <laughs> you know, my, my niece's birthday is the 10th. Yeah. And then I've got Christmas after. And right. I've only been in like two children's boutiques or shops in my life ever. And I'm getting a real education on sizing. And every time I call my sister to say, oh, look at this cute outfit. She's like, be careful because they're gonna, she's going to grow out of it. Yeah. You want to always want to buy maybe a size or two bigger. But I find myself buying what I want for her, not what I think she wants for herself. Well, what do you want? I want like cool sweats and Uggs and stuff like that. That's fine. That's so cute. I just think Uggs look cool. And on little kids, they're adorable. But mine, I got A's and Max and Uggs last Christmas. They've already outgrown them. And they, so that means they only got to wear them for like two months last year, like at the beginning of this year. And then now I tried to put them on the other day to go to gymnastics and her little foot wouldn't fit in it. Then I start thinking, well, do you not get clothes? Do you get something else because they grow out so fast? You can get like interactive toys. I like stuff like that. Arts and crafts. I'm sure she loves doing arts and crafts. Oh, she's a baker. Oh, oh, a little kitchen dude. set. Yeah, a little kitchen set. They have like Apron. wooden, she like, uh, yeah, wooden little she's got plastic bakery. One, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I, it's oh. just, it's funny because I'm trying to figure out the kid's sizing and it's all, you know, a new language for me. So she's turning three? Turning three on the 10th. Yeah, so it's confusing. It's almost like when they turn three, you want to buy 4T because it's 4T is like three to four. Well, that makes any sense. I bought 4T, but I can't find 4T in one of the dresses. I wanted to get her for the holidays, oh. and so I got four. And I think she'll, I don't it's know the if that's thing. the same or not. It's, yeah, it's some say 4T, some four. No, we can pin it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. I, I have to pin get stuff Get your all seamstress. The time. No, I pin stuff all the time. I got to buy stuff all the time. It's not right. Like, it doesn't fit you me can't right. I got to pin, pin it. You can't pin it for kids because it's a hazard. It's a safety well, clip pin. It. So that clip could it. hurt them. I walk around you sometimes just... with clips on, on my sh- You can't see, but I have clips sometimes on my back. <laughs> That's also a hazard. Clips clips are a hazard? Everything's a hazard. I don't. Everything's a hazard for a two- to three-year-old. Well, it's a re- listen, this whole growing in this stuff is a real math game. I'm sure she's going to love whatever you give her. I'm excited. I have a list of movies that she and I are going to watch, from West Side Story to the new, the Nicole Kidman movie, Lucille Ball. She's playing like the, the being the Ricardos. Why don't you, why don't you try more like kid friendly movies? Those are kid start friendly. with like Moana. No, Anything. please. Or the, the new Encanto. Encanto, she's not seen. Put on the list. Mm-hmm. So I, I got my watch list for the holidays. Mm-hmm. And on there, you don't think she like West Side Story? I want to see West Side Story. I, I want to see. You're like obsessed yeah. with that right now. Oh, is that a problem? So good. No, I just I can pick, I pick up on the when you mention things multiple times. Yeah, well, you're obsessed with Grey's Anatomy still. <laughs> That's true. Uh, but is there anything else, Sisney, that I should add to the family holiday for Flora viewing watch list? We need we should do the holiday family with kids watch list segment. The, Forget okay. the watch list segment we normally do. I Let's have a good it. one. I have a good one, but I bet you she's already seen it because it's on Netflix. The Mariah Carey. 
Mariah Carey, All I Want for Christmas cartoon movie. Oh, it's a cartoon movie? She's a little cartoon. She's a little Mariah, and it's her story. And it's the cutest Mariah movie. On, on what? It's, it's on awful. Netflix. It's called sure? All I Want for Christmas is You. It's her song. So you see her singing as like a little girl, and then at the very end, she plays her music video and the original. Oh my gosh, plays. I love that for me. <laughs> okay, and Encanto, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Guys, I'm busy. Luca, I'm sure she's seen Luca already, yeah. I think so. I think she's seen a lot. That's a Disney one. I think she's seen the Have Disney Have you ones. seen Luca? You would love it. It's based in Italy. Yeah. Uh, then I haven't seen that, Luca. I, mean, I, I want to watch, uh, what's the one I love so much? Ratatouille again with her. Mm-hmm. Oh. Classic. I'm busy, guys. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift concert movies on Netflix are fun too. Honestly, concerts and shows are good, and you can even stream um, a Disney parades on YouTube. Kids love that stuff. I mean, like Main Street. Yeah, like Main Street. Oh, that's fun. It's almost yeah. It's like you're that's there really watching cute. the parade. Well, Disney Plus is a so good. It's a smorgasbord for this kind of stuff. Oh, the best. Right. Yeah, I'm busy, guys. Busy, busy this Christmas watching some things. So if you want to add to the children's watch list, send it on the group text. I'm making a list. Also stuff that, you know, I can sit my parents in front of, too. I, you know, they're going to watch it, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. Everybody gathered around. I was handed just a moment ago an image. It's like a cartoon image of a woman with a large chest. It's, a, it's anime. It's anime, right. And, anime. and she has a large chest. This what is this a mouse pad? It's a mouse pad in the the uh, the cushion where you rest your wrist. Um, it's illustrated um, as a pair of you know large breasts. breasts. Yeah. Yes. So where did is this what you want for Christmas? What what is this? No, that's for? not what I wanted for Christmas. This is what my ten year old wants for Christmas. Oh my! Are, does this character have a name that's famous? I don't know. Um, but he's really into anime right now, and you know he's looking. I mean, he's she's creating cute. his Christmas list, and he wants you know anime themed items. And he came across this, and he thought it was really cool to have this but as a mouse pad. I just this is cool if he's twenty one, but at ten, <laughs> right? I worry that he's asking. I just want to describe it. This is a so it's an anime. Oh. It's animated. This woman that's probably twenty years old 22 23 i don't know it's cartoon character 19 she looks young yeah, well, very, yeah. And, she looks and, like she's 16 and the author is illust sketched in her breast to be sized what would you guess those are f double d's yeah around and how take. how does baby alexander know about this anime he was looking online for anime themed products that he can add to his christmas list and oh. this popped up because when you search, you know, something yeah. it leads you to through a rabbit hole. Right. And this popped up and he thought it was really cool. And I asked him why he thought it was cool. And he said, well, I think it's kind of funny that I could rest my wrist on ah. the <laughs> breast. <laughs> and he said, and, and it got me thinking. I'm like, is this how it starts? Mm. I mean, I'm not to shame, right? I, I, well, first of all, who knows? Not for none of us here did it start with an anime mouse pad. That's for sure. This is a new start. That's for sure. But yeah. we started with okay. posters. We had posters. Yes. We yes. did have posters. posters. And, and pillows, yeah. maybe. 
Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh, I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I was, like, sure. I had shirtless. I had shirtless posters of Luke Perry and the 90210 cast when I was like 10 years old in my room. At 10, you had a shirtless picture? Mm-hmm. They yeah, were all in their bathing suits. It was the one yeah. where they're all in their bathing suits. Oh, the That's one. True. Like we all know. Oh, that one. Yeah. That one. You know, yeah. you know that one. I, uh-huh. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I know that one. Is it? Very uh, iconic. Right, so. What has been your response to Alexander's wish to well, have this? Well, I don't, I don't know how to. I, I don't know if I should say, you know, shame on you for wanting a mouse pad that looks I don't like. I think this. you're supposed to say shame from what I've learned from Sissy's parenting. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Or if I should just, you know, have a the birds and the beasts conversation with him. I think you let it go. I think it's fine. You think you Is it har- it's mouse harmless. Pad? She's not naked. I think it's a bit provocative. I think so. It is a, a bit little provocative, bit. but. Look, he's growing up. He's watching it. Uh, let me put it this way. If Alexander was my son and I got him this and my mother came over, I would be embarrassed. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, I think you'd have to yeah. feel like you'd explain yourself. So, Right. Uh, I, I just think he doesn't get this for Christmas this year. Maybe when he's 16? Is it? Maybe, no, not 16 is too late. Is Maybe it the 14. age thing, Patty? Or is it the fact that you would be buying this for him? No, I just think you know my baby's growing up. He's my you this know. This is he... pretty. This is pretty provocative for a ten-year-old to have. Maybe he has to buy it himself with his allowance money. Like you know, it's if he Santa wants doesn't it that buy bad. these things. Yeah, Santa doesn't buy these things. If you want to buy yourself, you save your money and you buy it yourself. Also, maybe you could put it on Oliver and say, you know, I really just don't want Oliver to see this type of stuff yet. But then, like. Then, then we go back to shaming. Like, why is it shaming? Yeah, I know. Yeah, this is why tough. is this? Just get the mouse you know, pad. It's tough. Yeah, just get, get him a laptop. Let him do his own research. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. And then no. it's on him. No. Right. Well, let us no. know how this evolves. How this episode I... ends. So Nicole Pellegrino, who hosts a bridal podcast, posted on TikTok her biggest wedding regret. So brides don't make the same mistake she did. Do you know? I was reading an article that uh, a lot of uh, couples sent out save the dates before the pandemic and they sent a bunch of them out yeah. and then they kind of didn't stay close to a lot of those people and they're canceling them. <laughs> they're uninviting them after they sent the save the date. I know a lot of people had to do that just because of COVID reasons. They had to have smaller weddings. I mean, look, if you, I think use it as a good excuse too, if you want to cut it down. You can still use the COVID excuse for pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So here's the deal. So she says, if she could go back and do it all over again, she would keep the dress a secret. Oh. Anyone who doesn't love it, she says, makes you question it. It's better if everyone sees it for the first time. So when do you get reviews about it? Like, well, who sees it? They would say, I don't love it. Anybody that you show it to. They would I say, I don't love I it. Who would ever say, I don't love it to a woman who puts on a wedding gown? I think maybe some people are bad liars. And so they might not even have to say it. You might sense it in their face. Oh, their just their reaction isn't great. Yeah, they're think... just like, oh. <laughs> even that's a reaction me. like that would be like, well, that's, wow. That'd be intentional. That's me. Really? You wouldn't? Yeah. You wouldn't? I actually lo- just went wedding dress shopping for a girlfriend of mine. And there's this one dress that she just looks, it's just perfect for her like it's perfect but she tried it on before the pandemic and so she was retrying it on now post pandemic and then she was trying on other ones and i wanted her to stick to the original because it was just so beautiful so i was giving my honest opinion about the other ones i said this one's just so perfect you can't mess with it i went dress shopping with 
like eight girlfriends at the very beginning, right? Like the whole out of a movie scene, drinking champagne in some bougie bridal shop. And it was horrible. I hated it because there were so many opinions and everyone was chiming in. And after that, I just went with one person and then eventually my mom. And so it was just like, keep it small. Don't tell anybody because, yes, you'll be discouraged. And then you might I don't want to sound predictable, but here we go again. With what? Yeah. All the drama with these weddings. True. Even the shopping. It's a learning experience. All right. Today's quote. People hold on to the wrong people out of fear of being alone and still end up feeling alone because they're holding on to the wrong people. Oh, man. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We got sunshine and we have 70s temps. Sissy now with the headlines. Well, you know, with many people feeling Southern California is experiencing a violent crime wave, the head of the Los Angeles Police Department's union is warning tourists to stay away. The message from Jamie McBride comes as what many residents and business owners view as a wave of crime slamming the city and surrounding areas. Pfizer has announced that a booster dose of its COVID-19 vaccine may offer important protection against the new Omicron variant, even though the initial two doses appear significantly less effective. Pfizer and its partner BioNTech said that while two doses may not be protective enough to prevent infection, lab tests showed a booster increased by 25-fold people's levels of virus-fighting antibodies. And Californians stepped up their water conservation in October, a move made easier by a massive storm that dumped record rain in some parts of the state, but still wasn't enough to combat the drought. Collectively, though, people reduced their water use by 13.2% compared to last October, a major jump from prior months when water conservation lagged. On air with Ryan Seacrest. As we roll this Wednesday morning live, a lot of things coming into the studio here. A lot of a lot of news, a lot of information, mm-hmm. a lot of big stories, a lot of, oh, here's what people are talking about. One of them landed on my counter here in the top five emojis is <laughs> what this story is about. I guess at the end of every year, we do look back at the things that we said, we did, we mispronounced often. Yeah. Uh, like words that you just like, chuggy, a lot of people mispronounced chuggy. A lot of people, a lot of people mispronounce Chipotle. That's one of the most commonly mispronounced words of the year. Chipotle. I used to Chipotle. think it was Chipotle. Really? A lot of people call it that. Do you know? Are are they the ones doing the cilantro soap? I think it's Chipotle. They're put. They're releasing a soap made of cilantro, which is a very controversial herb. A very not, controversial yeah, leaf. Not my vibe. You don't like cilantro. I don't like excessive amounts of cilantro because my mom cooked with it my entire childhood, and I swear it was an everyday. Well, they they, feel... they say there's there's science to people who think it tastes like soap versus those of us who love it. I can't get enough of it. I love it. I love it whole. I love it chopped. I love <laughs> a plethora of cilantro. I can't do. I don't think it tastes like soap. I just can't well, do a lot. It, of it does to a lot of people, and it's a it's like a, a scientific body mapping thing that you eat cilantro and it tastes like soap and chipotle's selling cilantro soap and it's selling out and i like the idea i'm here for it computer near them let's order some for the show can't have (laughs) never you can't have enough soap around here to wash your hands the things that tickle you are funny (laughs) cilantro so i'm a food person so anything like olive oil cake cilantro soap i am i I, that does that not sound beautiful to you like, don't you want to live in a world with cilantro soap and olive oil cake? The fact that it sounds so beautiful to you 
makes me love it. Another mispronounced word this year. A lot of people mm. mispronounce Billie Eilish. I could see that if you're not in the world. If you don't hear Billie. it and you read right. it. Right. Mm-hmm. As Eilish. And it, no one knows how to pronounce the new variant. Omicron. Omicron. Okay. Omicron? Okay, doctor, what is it? Omicron. Omicron. It, I think it's Omicron. Or is it Omicron? Omicron. Tomato, tomato. No, no, not tomato, tomato. One is right and one is not. Is it Omicron <laughs> or Omicron? I think it depends on your accent. No, it does not depend on your accent. One is correct yes, and one is it. No, there's no accent in om and om. That's the way you actually move your mouth. Om and om are different sounds coming out of the mouth. Mispronounced. We still don't know. We don't know yet. Omicron. And I've been not, saying Omicron. Another one on the mispronounced list, the most commonly mispronounced of the year, is Dogecoin. D-O-G-E-C-O-I-N. Doge. I, I, I mean, it had, if, I don't even know what's right, but I think I've heard on the news Dogecoin. Dodge. As opposed Dodge to Dodge. Coin. Dodge. Coin. Like a surfer. Dodge coin? Yeah. Dodge what? coin. Dodge. Because you didn't take how it you, seriously. How do you say it? Doge coin. It's Doge coin. I'm saying Doge coin. <laughs> You're not saying it normal. Doge coin. How are you saying Doge it? Coin. Ta- how do you say it, Tanya? Doge coin. Doge no, coin. what is wrong with you guys? Well, she says both. So you can't <laughs> listen to her. Um, Tony, if you're gonna have, are you gonna have the the surf or the turf or or the ditch? No, or maybe Both. You're not. <laughs> oh my God, we definitely need an end of the year <laughs> countdown. We are I don't know there. what surf and turf means. I've never been offered a surf or a turf. It's steak and lobster. <laughs> you can get it yeah, at on Sizzler. one plate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, top five emojis. <laughs> so at number five, the most used loudly crying face. Number four, the uh, thumbs up. I don't even mean to send the thumbs up and I send a thumbs up. I just type okay and it thumbs up, which I think seems oh, cooler. It seems, but it seems yeah. cuter than I mean to be, to be honest with you. I love a suggested emoji. No, but I don't mean to be cute. I mean to be like, okay, like kind of bummed. And it goes thumbs <laughs> up, which is like not, you know, okay can be a bummed okay. Or a great okay. And I'm usually sending a I bummed okay. I wish you would be cuter in your texts. Wow. I would never think of okay out. as a bummed okay. It's all coming out. What else would you like? What would you like, Tanya? What What is deep down inside? I'm just saying you end, could throw in a couple emojis in your text messages every and once in a while. what emojis would you like to see? I don't know. Some hearts, maybe. I don't put hearts into the text messages for you guys. I mean, how do you think Robbie would feel if he saw a heart? On your text from your coworker, from in a group text with you guys, he wouldn't think well, twice. A group text is different. I'm yeah. sending a heart to any of y'all. Let me see actually if you've ever sent emojis. I want to do a little. All right, number. Well, you looked that up. Number three, okay. rolling on the floor laughing, Deep. which is the is that the side tear cry face? Yeah, that's a cute number one. two most common used emoji of the year is a red heart, <laughs> and number one is the face with tears of joy. Mm-hmm. Zero emojis from right. I don't send emojis to you guys. No. I don't send many emojis. Only time I send emojis truly, if you want me to be honest with you, since clearly we're going deep down into what is on our minds. Mm-hmm. I only send emojis with I don't have time to read it, but I want to respond. Yeah, you've hearted stuff. I didn't mean oh, to do he's that. One of those. I didn't mean to do that. I think it automatically did that. <laughs> It no. doesn't automatically do that. You have Does. to. Just it. know that if you get an emoji from me, it means I really didn't read what you sent. 
and I'm trying to find oh. like a like a neutral response, so I could go yeah. either way. Wow, tough crowd with you. With me, Tanya so. just brought up the fact that she's got deep down rooted resentment yeah, that I don't send what? emojis. Now I do too. Well, you guys are starting off on the <laughs> See, wrong foot. I never realized it until now, and I'm well, the only one that sends emojis. It's going to be a month, only December like 8th. My, like my side, I like send pictures, I send emojis, I send... Yeah, I'm going to get back active in that group chat. I'm going to start lobbing some things. Dixie D'Amelio is with us now, 102.7 Kiss FM. Her new song, The Real Thing, is out. We'll get to all of that in a minute. So, Dixie, I was reading here. So, how many... I don't want to... I don't want to feel inadequate, but I kind of can. If I look at um, how many followers do you actually have on TikTok? Do you is it changed by the second? <laughs> on TikTok, I think yeah. I have around fifty-five million. Fifty-five <laughs> million followers and billions of likes, right? Yeah, a couple. Yeah. So I'm just curious to know we. Wow. laugh and are entertained and are touched by things on TikTok and your stuff too. What do you find makes people happiest that you post? I think people just like seeing other people dealing with the same things they are. I think people like TikTok because it's so real. It shows someone going through the same thing as you or having the same yeah. good experience. Like It's just so relatable but not in like basic kind of cringy relatable content it's relatable in a way like everyone is showing their real life and their true selves i mean these are all the things i wanted to ask you at our jingle ball last weekend but i just <laughs> i couldn't because i was chasing bts <laughs> um what does it feel like to have this single into the universe and see people's reaction and response to it dixie so exciting i mean i just love having art in the world where people can make an opinion on it i think that's so cool good or bad i really just love being able to do that and share what i love doing with so many different people and i'm just having a blast and i want to keep going i want to keep working and making new things and i'm having a lot of fun right now let me play a clip of that here Dixie D'Amelio there. Hey, Dixie, who's the first person that might have been an inspiration to those lyrics that you played that for? <laughs> um, okay, well, a little backstory on the song. This song was recorded forever ago, and okay. it's been a part of my clothing line, Social Tourist, this fashion show, and it was also a part of the D'Amelio show, my family's Hulu show. And yes. It was a part of so many things. The whole song is basically out. Um, my followers and friends were like, just put it out, just put it out. So I finally put it out just to have it in the world. So it kind the meaning kind of changed over the period of time. It's not as much like if you listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, looking for the real boy, right, like right. whatever. And I feel like more it's looking for the real me in this crazy journey that I'm going through. And that's kind of how I see it now. Um, it's, it, it, it's very interesting how 
lyrics in a song can look you know those things that we look at where you see the you see the the elderly woman or the bird you know that sketch mm-hmm. where you look at something and yeah. you like everybody sees something different this is the same thing with song lyrics because i would hear it's that true. and think the the what you said about looking for the guy and then of course you know no it's looking for my i'm soul searching for myself and that's kind of the i guess that's the beauty of how we all hear songs differently i love music like that i have so many songs that i have that i'm like it literally sounds like I'm writing about a relationship or a breakup and I'm talking about like breaking my fingernail or something like something so stupid, <laughs> but I love like putting it in a different situation. So Dixie is with us. It is, uh, we're looking at the calendar today. It's another Macy's Wishlist Wednesday. And we partner with Macy's, who's working with the Make-A-Wish Foundation to go to Macy's.com if you want to see more information on this. Macy's.com slash believe to write a letter to Santa because for every letter submitted to Santa online, Macy's will donate a dollar to the incredible Make-A-Wish Foundation. And today we're spotlighting holiday gifts to splurge on. So Dixie, when I think about... (laughs) Your world and splurging. I'm curious to know, like, what, who, and what is it that you would splurge on and with? Definitely my family, and I. I'm very behind on presents right now. I definitely need to do some shopping. Um, but I was looking at some nice jewelry, or maybe um, like a massage. Uh, like one yes. of those hand massagers. Yeah, I'm obsessed great. with those, and I feel like everyone should have one. So that's probably going to be my go-to gift for my massage. family this year. Those massage are good. I got idea. my mom one of those because she suffers from arthritis pain, and she loves it. You just put your little hands in there, and like, yeah, and then it just like massages. It's the best. I, I did. I got one of the foot buckets. You put your feet in it, and it yeah, just like splashes nice. mm-hmm. things up on your feet. Feels pretty good. <laughs> After a long day of hosting a radio yeah. show. Um, hey, Dixie, thank you very much for coming on. Happy holidays to you. The Real Thing is out now, and you can visit Macy's.com slash wish list for all the gifting ideas and needs. You take good care, okay? Thank you so much. Bye. 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 55 million followers, 3 billion likes. It's crazy. She's only 20. Her sister, Charlie, is the most followed person on the planet with 126 million followers. <laughs> <laughs> That's traction. Yeah. That is traction. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. We are going to launch Kissmas Giving number three right now. And Priscilla, Priscilla Mercado of Menifee has written to us. Good morning, Priscilla. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. So I loved your email about your dearest best friend you saved 18 plus years. That's some real loyalty. Yes. We are going to call Vanessa right now, Marino Valley. And then here's the plan. We're going to dial now. And the plan is I'm going to tell her that you sent me an email. I'll read her the email. And then I got some stuff for her. Okay. Right. Okay. Here we go. Just get down there. There we go. All right. This is her phone now ringing. Priscilla nominated Vanessa Garcia. Hello? Hi, is Vanessa there, please? Yes, Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa, it is Ryan Seacrest calling on 102.7. Kiss FM, how are you? This is not Ryan Seacrest. Who is it? No, it's Ryan Seacrest calling on the Kiss FM. We're on, on the radio in the morning. Where's Tanya? 
I'm right here. Hi. Oh, my. I, I love that Tanya's the authenticator. <laughs> I don't believe it's you unless right. she's by your side. That's right, baby. <laughs> uh, I've got Sissy and Patty. Everyone's here. Hi. Say hi, y'all. Hello. Hello. What am I doing on the radio? You're That's on the radio. Well. So I'm here to tell you about that. Priscilla is on the other line, your friend of many, many years. Priscilla. Hi, Vanessa. What did you do? What did you do? So let me... Let me explain this. She sent me this email. I got this the other day. I'm going to read it to you right now. Okay, Vanessa? Okay. She says, uh, Dear Ryan Kiss Crew, Vanessa is my dearest and best friend of 18 plus years. She lights up a room and can make the whole room laugh with her genuine funny personality. I would say funny and pretty tough. Like, doesn't believe much of what she hears. Mm-hmm. Who's this? <laughs> She's proof. Anyway, she says... Uh, these past few years have been challenging for her in so many ways. She is a single mom to a bright young boy, Joseph, who's nine. She takes care of her paralyzed mother who suffered a brain injury. She also fought breast cancer during the pandemic and while providing for them the best she can with a brave face. Hmm. I know she struggles and it breaks my heart, Priscilla says. She will not ask for help because she takes too much pride in doing it herself. I admire how brave and how strong she is. She has a heart of gold and will help anyone without question. My Christmas wish is for my beautiful friend to have a stress-free holiday season. Well, Vanessa, that is oh why we are here together right now. <laughs> so how, how do you do it? How do you put on the brave face and do it every day, Vanessa? You have to do what you have to do. You don't have time to sit there and complain or think about the hard part. You just do what you got to do. It's just no choice, right? Yep. So I got word that you could use a little bit of a break for yourself if you could find the time. So I want to just give you something for Merry Christmas moments. And that is a spa certificate to Burke Williams Spa for 250 bucks. I know you work in Irvine. There's one not far from you nearby in Orange. So I'll send that to you, okay? Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And while we're here, I want to add $500 to spend for groceries for Christmas. Oh, my God. And Merry Christmas to you, Vanessa. You deserve it, Vanessa. I'm, I'm crying happy tears, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. You deserve it. So. Ryan, if I woke up and I won the lotto, yeah. Vanessa would be the first person on my list. And, um, you know, I would help her right away. That's... You know, no, no questions asked. I love that bond you guys have for almost yeah. two decades. You know, it's so rare to find someone like that that you mm-hmm. can trust your life with. Since middle school, she's she's yeah. the the gun the godmother to my my son Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, Vanessa, I got to tell you, Priscilla and I were gossiping a little bit, and she told us the one thing you mentioned you wanted was an air fryer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, let me tell I've you. I've been wanting an air fryer for like ten years. Do you know about the ninja? Do you know about the ninja four quart black and gray air fryer? Because oh. it is, it, it's got game. I do. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I know all about the air fryer. <laughs> well, I got a ninja coming your way, so Merry nice. Christmas. Nice. Thank you so much. Oh my You're God. very welcome. I'm and not, I know I don't I, like free things. I know, I know. These aren't these aren't free. These are given to you. I don't. I I can come to the station and work a couple hours. If you guys no, you, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. Do not. Do not. We are gonna just. I'm just gonna keep doing this because I know you won't ask. So oh, I'm gonna no. also, in addition to everything, send you five hundred dollars from Macy's for you to treat yourself. Okay. Oh my god. <gasps> Yay! That's too much, Ryan. That's too much. Treat yourself. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Vanessa. Good things happen to good people, you know, when, when they least expect it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, You're Tanya. So Thank you, Thank Sesame. You, You're so welcome, sweetie. Thank you, Priscilla. You're welcome. You deserve it. Hey, Vanessa, I, I was just want to ask you something before you go. Joseph, how's Joseph doing? He's amazing. He's everything. Does he like sports? <laughs> yeah, he does. He plays uh travel baseball right now what about some tickets to go see the chargers and the giants at sofi stadium the brand new stadium you think you'd oh, want to go oh my gosh right. that would be life he's gonna lose it he yes so <laughs> he loves yes? it okay. all right i'm gonna add that, put that on oh my gosh thank and you so much you mentioned baseball is he in a baseball academy Yes, he is. So, what's the deal with the baseball academy? That's something you gotta you pay a monthly. How do you? How's it work? It's like extra, right? It's a, yeah, it's a monthly fee you pay every every month, um, and then you pay on top of that the travel cost of any tournament or games that you have to participate in. So, what's it cost a year? Oh, <laughs> uh, a little over two grand. Two grand. Yeah. It costs really. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, why don't I give you two grand to take care of that for the year as well? No. It's no. I'm sorry. It's already done. It's already been broadcast on the air. So too late to say no. no. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That's too much. <laughs> don't worry, I, I made a list so I won't forget any of it, including the ninja. I'm so excited for you to get your air fryer. You better make some sweet potato fries for somebody around me on this call. For me, please. Oh, it's so good. Well, listen. Thank you so much. Priscilla, Vanessa, we admire and appreciate and love your friendship. And we are thrilled to be here with both of you on the air to give this to you. Merry Christmas, Vanessa and Joseph and Priscilla. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yay, Vanessa. I love you. Thank you so much. I love you, too. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So I have been making a list of things to watch during Christmas, and my list is so not normally me. And on that list, I have some ideas that you guys have talked about for me to see with Flora. And I think you're formulating a real list for me, maybe later in the week. (laughs) Also, one of the things that I 
want to see is Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball. Same. All those billboards all over. I'm like, I can't. I want. That's going to be so good. So I need to see that. And being the Ricardos, it's called. And I want to see West Side Story, the new version of it. I want to see it with the family. So you were telling me that this almost didn't happen, this remake. Yes. And I found that out last night. We went to the premiere. Uh, The whole cast was there. It was a true out-of-body experience, like just like very Hollywood-esque feeling of just being in a theater with all of the cast from the movie there. I was actually sitting two rows in front of Ansel Elgort and um, Rachel Zegler. So it was just really wow. surreal. I know. You and rubbing elbows with the but, movie stars. I mean, it was and you know when you see people like that in the wild, they are movie stars. Well, it's look, not, I mean, Ansel Elgort grew up a dancer. And that guy yeah. walks like a he he walks in a choreographed manner. Yes, they just have a presence about them. So before the movie started, we're all in our seats, and then out walks Steven Spielberg onto the stage. I was not expecting him to be there. I didn't see him on the red carpet or anything. So we were all taken aback, but he said the most beautiful things about the movie and introduced everybody and all that stuff, but he did mention one thing, that it was a long time coming only because he was so hesitant to make this film. It's a musical, and it's not in his wheelhouse of movies that he has made in the past. So to even hear that Steven Spielberg was insecure about making a movie is shocking because he's made so many great movies that we've all loved. Um, But it was actually his wife who encouraged him. So Hmm. if it really wasn't for her who told him to get over it and make the film, make it with love, and it'll be beautiful, which it was. Um, I just love the power of a spouse. I have to tell you, that is a special occasion when he, Steven Spielberg, walks out before the movie mm-hmm. to thank you. I have gone to see E.T. 1,000 times, and he's not yet once come out <laughs> to say, here You know, here was my thought process. Not once. Not once? No, no, nothing like that? Okay. And, you know, I don't know if it was, like, it was my first time being in a movie theater in over two years, so everything just felt so much more special. Uh, the movie is powerful. It's still blows my mind that and the original, which came out in 1961, is still relevant in 2021. Oh, yeah. I mean, that part is is a little sad, but the art of the movie itself is is beautiful. And Rachel Zegler is going to be a massive star, a massive star. She is also mm-hmm. going to be a Disney princess. I mean, she's going to be a huge, huge, huge star. I had a chance to meet her in person. <laughs> West Side Story, right, that is something to definitely go see with the family over the holidays if you have a sec you want to get out. So I don't know if you heard, but Beata, the new program director, has said, hey, I love this Whoa Baby segment, this Whoa Baby Wednesday segment so much. I don't want to do a week without one. So okay. who's next? She's the boss. Right? Like, I mean, she's like basically saying, who's next? Yeah. I want to keep this one kind of, It kind coming. of expires after a year. Yeah, well. And, you know, Vea's already 16 weeks old, so who's next? Where's your money? I, you know, it's a kind of a toss-up. Well, who's in the running? Well, it's only, it's the three of you. So, truly. Actually, only two of you. I think she's talking about Tubbs. No, I know, but I thought maybe Patty would adopt. Ooh, good curveball. I forgot about that conversation. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, you know. Because I remember she said she wasn't going to have any more. But, yeah, are you still talking about adoption? It's not off the table. What about but, marriage? No, it's not off. That's off the table. It is off. Oh, <laughs> yeah. boy. Whoa, no. things 
things took a turn whoa let's 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 go back it to was that. so hopeful i was it was like such a, a hopeful yeah, thing is it really all the always hopeful but was it, is it really off the table i think it was just i don't know yeah it was I mean, the desert there. Whole, Pastor if, god, is, if the universe yeah. and god wants it to happen it will happen yeah i'm with you on that yeah yeah and if it doesn't happen just it wasn't in my story and i'm with you on that too as you may see <laughs> um, Tubbs, what do you got for us? Are we look? Are you in the running? <laughs> I don't think I'm in that race. Boy, Beata's <laughs> really put a lot of pressure on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Should I have another? <laughs> no, I didn't say who it was. I'm just saying there's pressure on somebody. Uh, okay, so baby Sabe, 16 weeks old. This week, she learned to do what? Uh, she's got this little bouncy toy, and so she's just. Learning to stand a little bit more. It doesn't like really stand because babies like can't a bozu stand much. A bozu? What's a you bozu? Stand on like a bozu. Oh, a workout ball. No, no, not like that. This is mm. more like it's like a little harness that she goes into and she can like bounce. Oh on it my a gosh, bit. that's so cute! And it's got the little toys and whatnot. So, um, and I think that she can recognize our voices better now. So. She turns her head as soon as she hears me talking, or she smiles a lot more at Michael and I. It's just. So cute to watch. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, so these are the same questions every week. This is the next one. Aza and Maxon, how are they doing? They are excited about Elf on the Shelf. Our Elf arrived from the North Pole last week, and we all gathered around and read his story because he comes with a book, mm-hmm. and they named him Chippy. Well, where'd they come up with Chippy? What a great name. <laughs> It's a great name, and it's not original because I watched the movie, the the Elf on the Shelf movie, and that's the name of the elf. And Michael was really trying to stray them. He's like, we can think of something new and different. And every name that we no, kept chippy. saying, like Fizby or this or that, and they were just like, Chippy, it's Chippy. And so it's Chippy. Oh. Yeah, Chippy's cute. Chippy's cute. All right, what's uh, you got a tip for any of the new moms out there this week, Sissy? What have you learned? Yeah. I, you know, and I talk, and I get asked this a lot on Instagram, and my go-to is always, don't be afraid to ask for help. If you're a new mom, don't think that you can do it all. Don't think, don't try to like be superwoman, especially in those first few weeks. Ask for help. Have your friends come over so they can just like watch the baby, and you can go take a shower or a bath, and just things like that to get your mind reset. You need that hard reset. What about the realest moment that you have experienced since we last did a Whoa Baby Wednesday? Well, we baptized Savea over the weekend. How so. exciting. A church? Very exciting. Yes, a church. Well, what, what, um, tell us more. That's so yes. great. It was great because we haven't gotten both of our families together in, I can't even tell you how long. And it was really nice for that reason. Um, another reason was the weather was great. When we mm. baptized the twins, it was pouring rain. I had oh. never seen rain that hard in Los Angeles. I swear it was like sideways and although it was still kind of just like memorable and beautiful, we just didn't get to like take all the pictures that we wanted to outside in the beautiful church and all that. So Maxon got to wear a suit for the first time. Oh, that's Aza so was in like, cute. Yeah, Aza was in a really pretty dress and I have all the pictures on Instagram if you want to see them. I'm going to go. I'm going back through. Double tap, please. All right. Savea, uh, 16 weeks old. There is your Whoa Baby Wednesday. A lot of pressure to keep this live, this segment, for the years to come. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, let's grab Meg here on line five. 
Meg, good morning. So thank you for calling. How you doing? I'm good. Um, pretty good anyway. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. So I'm just seeing here that your ex-husband sent out a Christmas card super early without telling you. Tell me what the yeah. problem is. What's the problem? Well, the problem is, you know, it's been really messy. Our divorce was finalized this past year, and we came to the decision that he, he was going to go ahead and move out, and he ended up getting a house within our same community. And we're just trying our best. You know, we're trying to co-parent, and it's been pretty smooth sailing for the most part, I guess you can say. But that really did change for me right after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, basically, long story short, he made an appearance at our dinner, and um, that was okay. But then the next day, I was completely shocked. Uh, I think it was like the next year, a few days after something like that, I was talking to one of my best friends and she said, you're not going to believe what I'm about to tell you. Um, as it turns out, she received this lovely Christmas card from my ex-husband. Uh, huh. What's the issue? Yeah, well, you know, she texted me a picture of it, like just so that I wouldn't think that she was messing with me because it's so weird because I, the card itself actually features a photo of him and our daughters and like he opens up in the card to her, giving her details about their new house and where he's living and everything. And I mean, I'm not stupid. For me, it's it's so obvious what he's doing. I mean, what's like, he doing? On, Just so I understand, what's he doing? Yeah, there's a reason why he sends it out early. Sorry, I'm just trying to get to that because he's trying to beat me to the punch and and make me look bad. He, you know, he wants it to. He will. I know what he's doing. He wants it to look like I left our family and started this whole new life, which is absolutely crazy. So the card has already been sent, right? Oh, yeah, it's been sent. <laughs> Do you speak to your ex-husband? Yeah, like I said, we're keeping it civil for the kids. We're not having long chats or anything. But... So have you had this? Have you talked to him about why you think he did this? I don't need to talk to him about that because I know what it is. He's trying to make me look bad, have one up on me. And I don't want to say too much here, but I don't think this is fair because He's the reason why the relationship and the marriage didn't work out. You know, I gave him an ultimatum. I'll leave it at that. He didn't take to it well. And I don't know. It's just, it's just all about getting back at me. That's what I feel like. So well, I just think you know where to go from here. Listen, I understand how you would feel, right? I get it. Because it hurts your feelings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it hurts my feelings. Have, like you ever read, to- have you ever read a book called The Four Agreements? I've heard of it. I don't. I haven't read it. Uh, my two cents, Meg, would be to order it online, get the iBook, and read it. Because one of those four is don't take anything personally. And while mm-hmm. it's very difficult to do, practically speaking, when you read the chapter on not taking things personally, in your situation, it might help. And it might make a little bit of sense, too. Oh, wow, that's really interesting. I'm just kind of I think it'll, like, I just, But I think it'll alleviate a little of the spiral. And... That, But that's the thing. I think it will focus you on, I think it'll shift your energy and it'll take out a little bit of this spiral. I, I really recommend that. There's another book too that's called Boundaries and it's all about setting boundaries because unfortunately you are t- going to be tied to this man for a little while until your kids are 18. So this person will be in your life, but you can set boundaries, hard boundaries and not let him affect you in that way because he's going to do what he's going to want to do. You can't control him. All you can control is like you. And so that book really, I think helps kind of put that in perspective. 
Well, that's really healthy advice. I really appreciate that. I'm sitting here probably being really petty and like, do I need to go back to court and let the judge decide on this? But I should do what you're saying. Totally good advice. You're going to be fighting that battle for years. Yeah, take take a little bit of this advice for a beat and see what you can do with it. And good luck. This too shall pass. Merry Christmas. And thank you, Meg, for calling and reaching out to us, okay? Amazing. Thank you, and happy holidays to you guys. You too. Bye-bye. Happy holidays. Sometimes just a little bit of somebody else's wisdom, especially an author, spiritual author. The Four Agreements is a great book. That's one that you could reread over and over again I read it every Friday after the show. (laughs) Hi, Taylor. How are you doing? Hi, good. How are you? Super good. Thank you for calling. So how can we help you? So I have a friend that I'm kind of worried about, but I'm, I'm not sure what to do. Um, she's been dating this new guy kind of recently that it sounds like he's almost in a cult. He, she, she was telling me about these meetings he goes to, and it just sounds very odd. She says they have these meetings where they do this thing where they make fun of each person individually, and it's supposed to be like a form of like almost like a form of therapy. And I try to tell her it sounds very, very off. And she just kind of laughed it off and told me that I've been listening to too many podcasts, but I'm struggling to see, like, I don't know if I should say something to her. Like it's kind of transferring into her. He kind of makes fun of her a lot now too, kind of like he does in these meetings. And so you're seeing some sort of like verbal abuse? Not necessarily abuse, just like poking at buttons, just like a little too much. Yeah, that's annoying. So some things that could be happening. Do you do you notice like is this person trying to incite some paranoia or trying to humiliate? It's almost like a humiliation therapy that he like takes okay. in this like meeting he goes to. Ew. All right, Weird. so that can be a sign of something, actually. That can be a sign. Um, public humiliation can be a sign of, of, yes, of one of those tactics. What do you think I should do? Well, and why is she not listening to you? What do you really believe? She just doesn't want to believe it. I don't know if she doesn't want to believe it or just is just shrugging it off because she really likes him. He's a good guy, but just like it just seems there's something off. Well, look if you if you Google cult leaders, you say he's a good guy. A cult leader, they say, I'm reading this, is a person who has a tremendous amount of charisma who makes people feel loved and accepted. So he may seem like a good guy, but if he's manipulating dangerously, then you have a problem. I mean, look, it's your friend. You can only do so much to try and make your friend aware, and then she's going to have to make her own choices. So you think talk to talk to her about it for sure. I think talk to her about it, especially if she if you feel she's being manipulated in a harmful way, yeah, you should talk to her about it. Yeah. Okay. Or just send okay. her those articles. That's a good idea. I I don't I haven't Googled that. That's a good idea. Remember, she's gonna possibly feel bad about making the choice to be with somebody that's doing this to her because she doesn't realize it's happening. She just has to be sensitive to that. Right, right. Totally. All right. Well, Taylor, thanks for calling. You sound like a great friend. Thank you. Thank you. I try. Okay. Bye. I'm really worried about some of these calls because I don't know what advice to give. I Some of the stuff I've never heard of. Uh, you know? Stumps you. I think mean, Taylor's just trying to do the right thing. 
But, you know, when you think you've made it, when you could have possibly made a mistake with somebody you let in so much, you try and deny and try and look the other way. Right? It's tough when it's your friends and they're dating somebody else that you don't approve of or you oh, see something weird because it's almost impossible to get through yeah, to them. Yeah, I mean, you've been in situations where you defend the person you're dating to a friend because they don't mm-hmm. know them totally. But I feel like are, those are all red flags. Well, it's not the right person. Yes, that's especially if it's manipulation. Julie, good morning. How are you? You're calling from Troy, hey. Michigan, huh? Yeah. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Super good. Julie, how do you listen to us? I listen to you every single day on Sirius Radio, and um, I actually Thank just you. got to work. I drive an hour every day, and I listen to you faithfully every morning, and you just brighten up my day. And, you know, you guys are so funny, and I just I love listening to you. Well, thank you. We appreciate- so it's 24 degrees, I'm told, in Troy, Michigan right now. Good yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little wow. bit of snow, and um, it's pretty exciting. It's definitely a, a white Christmas. But um, I just wanted to give a little... Uh, shout out to you. I listen to you so much and I hear that, you know, you were kid shopping for kids clothes and yeah. that's what I do. I'm a manager at a, a Carter's kids store. So wow. um, I definitely want to tell you that you're not alone if you come in and you're, you know, you're not sure what sizes to get. That's kind of what I do is I help guys all the time and help oh, all do. customers. And yeah, I'm, so it's a I'm very common great. thing. I'm not great at shopping for a woman in my life. And I'm not great at shopping for a toddler in my life. And so when I walked into, I'm looking up Carter's. Huh? Do they have those all over the country or online? Yeah, they're all over. There's one in Studio well, City. Don't, don't, I don't know yet. I'm just learning. <laughs> when I was a kid, it was Marshall's, and that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, but um, I worked 15 years over at J.C. Penney in the kids' department, oh, yeah. and then I used to sell men's suits, too. And I want you to know, I know that you have a beautiful suit line. I always love looking at your suits on your morning show. I'm telling you, you dress so beautifully. But um, I was at Penny's, and I know your line is at Macy's, and um, I would always, you know, kind of compete with, with what you had going on. But um, I want you to know that I love the way you dress, too. So. Well, Thank um, you, Julie. This is bad. You yeah. are a bright light on this. Oh. It started to be a very difficult with those two morning. Uh, everybody digging down. All right, so listen, uh, th- 2T, 3T, 4T. I just need to know this, and I'm on your website now, so maybe I'll pick out one of these onesies, but um, what is the difference in a 4T and a 4? Well, the 4 is a lot bigger. So it goes 4T and then 5T, and then you jump into the preschool sizes and size 4. So, um, yeah, I mean, if you're looking at toddlers, you want to stay in the toddler zone there. But um, I'm actually at the Auburn Hills location. So I'm at Great Lakes Crossing Mall. I don't know if you're familiar with the area, but it's a pretty well-known mall. It's the largest in Michigan. We have the the largest mall in Michigan. Well, good. All right. Well, I'm on the site, so thank you for directing me to this. Let me take a look. I might order some stuff online. I see you've got all kinds. Of, you got a, you got some, yeah, you got some stuff here. Outwear, bold basics, yeah. shop all girl, uh, pajamas, yeah, sets, beautiful tops, holiday dresses. Pants. I know you were looking for a little dress. Yes, I will. Well, for my niece, yes. Uh, <laughs> all right. So listen, Julie, Troy, Michigan. Thank you for tuning in to us on XM, yeah. and you have a fantastic and merry Christmas. Okay. You too. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. Just me. I'm so too. glad you're back from maternity too. I missed you so much. So thank you for uh, listening. You guys, yeah, you guys have a great day. Wish you all well. Merry Christmas. Merry, merry Christmas. Christmas. And a shout out to Great Lakes Mall of Michigan. If wow. y'all, if y'all have us on. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Sissy, are you ready for your extended hour? 
Let's keep it going. So ready. And we're still Sisney's, commercial free. I like it. Sisney got you, then Gabby Diaz. We're back tomorrow with an all-new Ryan's Roses. All right, until then, take good care. Post Malone's on Kiss now. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.